Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Here comes the, here comes the, here comes the, y'all don't really want it like, yeah. here comes the, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 thegamecom Hey, it's Sam and Greg. We're back with you on every Saturday and Sunday morning here on this 31st day of July. Thank you, thank you, thank you for making us a part of your Sunday morning. Good morning, Georgia! Morning! And a good morning to you folks in Smyrna. The uh, Junquil City. The what? Junquil. That was that dude who had that hit song back in the 90s, wasn't it? No. Or was that Jamiroquai? It was close. The the song was John Quill. <laughs> Never mind. Because John Quill's got a nice sporting goods store over there was, in Smyrna. Yeah, it does, yeah, it go does. go over there and get all your, saying, you yeah. know, all the officials that Sam yes. gets us. Do you think everybody knows that? Well, let there it, you go. As I'm just saying, so not everybody knew that. John Quill is what's called. Just, also, also, uh, uh, Campbell High School. Okay. In Filmed a bunch of stuff in there. Smyrna. There you go. Yeah, they did. Okay. Uh, anyway, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio ninety two nine the game ninety two nine the game. Com. Are we ready to bring our guest on? Oh, bring him. Well, well he's your that. partner. We will do it? Yeah, do yeah, it? yeah, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. yeah. Say good morning to him? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, we should have had him here. He's, he should have been up here. Just Well, he's got to drive. Never mind. I'm yeah, sorry about that, Chris. Bring him in here. He, he'll be here sooner, sooner, <laughs> soon enough. Uh, the Wayfor.com hotline joins us this morning. Uh, Chris Parker joining us. Um, my goodness, we just counting down the days and welcome. Hey, welcome. buddy. How you doing this morning? <laughs> How's it going, guys? Good morning. I gave Sam my contribution, well, one of my contributions, but the first one for this upcoming season to your show. You ready? I'm ready. We're going to rename it the HSSS show. This HSSS, when you talk about the show, it's HSSS. Somebody in a meeting decades ago at Federal Express went, you know what, we got to change this. Nobody calls this company Federal Express anymore. And what'd they do? They changed it to FedEx. Because it used to be Federal Express, right? Yeah. You had to sort of say the whole thing. We have to ask I'm, the Falcons coach about that. But, but go ahead. I'm, 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 he'll agree with me. So this is a long title to this show. Yeah. So we just want to condense it. So, folks, hey, did you listen to HSSS last night? Did you hear what Sam and, and Chris were Yeah. Did you hear what Sam and uh, hey, Chris were talking about? If, if Sam's about it and the station's about it, I'm about it. I'm, I just try to be a vessel. And bring whatever little knowledge I have. It you know, was a so little they, they knowledge. Like that name for the show, I like it. Yeah, see, that's the thing. We're talking about little knowledge. He's more selling himself little, short. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you know, all you got to do is follow this man at Chris Parker. 
at Chris underscore Parker 2222 uh, or at Parker Resources, where he's got a lot of information uh, for coaches that he's putting out there all the time. Uh, well, Coach, I got to ask you, you know, we, we're going to be together. We're going to start on the 19th, and that will be um, the big kickoff because everybody's kind of starting on that date. There's still a few teams will be playing scrimmages, uh, but a lot of people are kicking off the regular season that weekend, and we'll be on on that Friday night. Yeah, it's gradually gotten to that, Sam. You know, he started many years ago. He started on that last week in August, and they just let a handful of teams play in what they call week zero. And I guess enough complained uh, that they weren't in that handful that now nearly everyone plays in that, that week before, which is now the 19th, and only a handful don't play. So pretty much everyone's playing that week. We had a Corky Kale, everything. Should be a fun, should be a fun weekend. Excited to be back in with you guys. What do you do in the offseason, Chris? I mean, we, we know your love for, for football and, and obviously high school football, but where's your focus since the last time we heard well, from you? What have you been doing? Well, I spend most of the time, you know, I got I work as direct human resource for the school district. It takes up a lot of time. If, if people would quit getting in trouble or, you know what I mean, adults not doing, you know, then I wouldn't have okay. as much to do. But, but <laughs> that's for a whole other show. But I spend my time doing that. I, I got two girls. I try to spend as much time with as I can. But from for the sports aspect, I, um, you know, we put a lot of stuff out on podcasts, things that help try to support coaches, give education programs for coaches and athletic directors. And I do a lot of the work on it during this time it's not football season, and then it comes out all year. So we record stuff or we produce things that gradually come out. But most of the work's done then because during football season, um, it is a little tougher doing all that stuff and finding time to be with you guys. So it's a, it's an exciting time for me in the off season. I was used to coaching where we did – you know, 80 hours a week probably coaching. And so working 40 hours a week at a regular job, I got plenty of time I'm used to to, to try to find something to do. But. And that's Chris Parker joining <laughs> Sam and Greg here at Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. All right, get ready for Corky Kell. We actually had – it was yesterday we had – um, Coach Hunter. Coach Hunter on talking about it, give a little history of Corky Kell and his remembrances of him. But also talked about the fact that they, they, they dipped their toe into the Alabama high school programs – once and they had Hoover come over here. They're not doing it again. All these schools are from Alabama, uh, from uh, Georgia that are playing this year. But how is this lineup different the way they've done it from years past? Well, Sam may answer that one better than me. But they, it, it looks like they've got they've got four games in the bins, which is one less, right, Sam? Right. Than yep, they normally right. had, and I think that's going to be better from the time standpoint. And they're spread out over several days. And they involve a lot of different teams, a lot of geography. But I think also Kale High School, named for Corky Kale, is not in the ones at the Bends, which that's the first time I think we've had that. So we got pro- we got some good parity in all four games that are on Saturday. I know we're broadcasting all four of them on the station, so all um, all those games are really pretty pretty good parity in those games. I, I glanced at it, knowing we probably talk about it, and I don't know that any of those games are games you would know who's probably going to win the game coming into it. Uh, sometimes in recent years it does seem like maybe just two of the teams didn't match up as well and the game got out of hand. But I expect to be four pretty good games on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Well, spending time on the waitfor.com outline with Chris Parker. He is social. I said once again, you can follow him on Twitter at Chris underscore Parker 222, all lowercase. we got some new faces uh, in this when you talk about going back to Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Cherokee Bluff. Uh, a lot of people may not be familiar with that program up in Hall County. 
has gotten off to a great start in just a few years. Uh, that's at Johns Creek. And Johns Creek against Parkview. Um, that, that on the very first night, I just think that's, that's really neat. You got North Atlanta playing in it for the first time, representing APS. You got North Forsyth. Got two Forsyth County schools in this time. So you got some, you got some new faces. And you got Creekside and Rome, which I think may be the best game of all four days. They're going to play this game at Rome against Creekside. Um, you got talent all over the place in that one. And two great coaches. That'll probably be the best game, yeah. I would agree. That'd probably be the best game with the most talent on the field. Um, this would be some good ones. Yep. I see Cass is participating. They're kind of up your way. What do we expect from the Colonels getting a chance to participate in this? Uh, coach Steve Gates, the coach at Cass, he's gotten there a couple years ago, really tried to change the, the mindset and the culture of Cass and uh, see them as a, a team. You know, they play in the region, Sam, with Calhoun, Cartersville, Bless Trinity. They were in that region last year. So, Ouch. You know, that's a tough one. But they want to start seeing themselves like one of those teams. I've talked to Coach. He's doing a really good job. And so he has worked really hard at trying to get that program seen like those other teams in that area. And I think he's doing a good job of it. This is another example of them on the rise. They've got some really good talent, uh, really good young guys on their team last year. I expect them to be pretty good. I don't know, but you looked at some schedules, and, and we got so many teams that are playing folks from out of state, and Brookwood's going to Las Vegas, and, and looking at this Buford schedule where we, we got, like, Thompson from Alabama. We got Mallet Creek, North Carolina, a Roman Catholic from Pennsylvania. Um, I, I guess because maybe Buford's having trouble getting games. But, but, yeah. they're, but, they're, but talk about that, though. How You've changed some classifications, and, and um, your regions have changed. Some of your rivals have changed. And how difficult has it been to make schedules for some of these some well, of our teams? I would say Buford and Thompson both have that same problem. Uh, if you know your Alabama football too, that they have that same problem of finding people that want to play them. So that's, that was, and a lot of those other teams. But it comes down to two things: that you know teams are having a harder time filling games with more classifications. There's more, you know, there's five or six region games. That means there's going to be four or five games you have to find. And if you're a team like Buford, you're not going to be able to find very many teams that want to play you on the week you can play and all that. So it's also been a little more um, acceptable to travel and take your team and teams are able to fundraise and do the things they need to do to make that happen. You know, it's, it's an option for them. And, and then I think the TV aspect of it and just the, the branding of it that now is becoming high school football you, you know, you want to play the best. You want to go to other areas and see their best and compare and see who, you know, it's just part of it now. And so I think that trend's only going to continue. And I'd say we probably got more of those games in this two-year cycle than we did last time. And I'd guess we will more in the next time, too. That is Chris Parker, co-pilot for the uh, High School Scoreboard Show with Mr. Crenshaw, which premieres on August 19th. Be sure to be tuned in. And by the way, let me just tell you right now, uh, you stealing them from me on Saturdays. You know that, don't you, Chris? I did hear that. Yeah, did, man. You got, you, got a good, you got a good one coming in, though. Yeah, I know. And one. Eric, listen, he does a great job, but you can't, you know, you can't fill in. You can't fill them shoes, right? <laughs> and he's been cheating on me for a little bit. He's been going, I see him on with Andy and Randy. I see him on with Chuckery. I see him on with Warren. But this one, I, I'm okay with. I'm okay I'm cheating with you. But again, to yeah, it, I appreciate it. The Friday, I appreciate it. We Friday. really appreciate having him. Yeah, well, it, it, it is because of this dude, man, and he thought about you. And and I wanted to ask, and I know Eric had a question too, but we've been talking about these games. But the core here is the show. 
you guys, what what can we look forward to a little bit differently, if anything, from last year's show? Are you all all about the games? Or you just you just gonna be like a teletype? You just give them the facts. No, because Chris, we talked about tightening the screws a little bit, right? Yeah, we're go- we're always looking for ways to improve. We can't ask everybody else to find ways to improve if we're not doing the same thing. So we're gonna try to be as effective as we can, be as many places as we can, and um, you know have as many great guests. Sam, you know, because of Sam, we can line up about anybody. So no, we, we get great you, guests, people. That's, that's, you know, <laughs> I mean, anybody that played high school ball in Georgia, uh, we try to get on, and and you know, anybody that's had a big win, we try to get on, and we just were very fortunate that people have supported it. Really, between me and Sam and Eric and all of us who needed people to come on, we've been able to get people on. We've been able to make it fun, and we're going to continue to do those. We learned a lot last year. We really kind of. Jumped in, of course, me especially. I didn't know what I was doing. We get in there, and now we're, we really feel like it's going to grow this year and looking forward to, to being a part of it. Really excited about it. Well, now here's because we got we got we got to shut this down. But this is the okay. first of many visits with Chris. Okay. So okay. you know we're not done with him, but we got right. you on here. Just be prepared. Set the alarm clock for Sunday or Saturday mornings. We're going to start having you come on. Not Saturday mornings because you guys will be up till dark thirty at night doing the show on Fridays. <laughs> but we'll get you on here Sundays. But this is the one thing I will say. That I'm 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 assuming it will be a part of this year's show. You ready? You guys will be able to now weave in the Hall of Fame class and compare maybe mm-hmm. some players that you haven't had a chance. You couldn't do this last year, so now that Mr. Crenshaw, who's on the uh, on, on the staff of people voting for this year's, you have the inaugural uh, class going in this year, and I'm sure you're going to find ways to talk about these guys when they played high school and compare them to some of the programs and people that you're going to be looking at this upcoming season. How's that for a producer? Ooh. <laughs> that's, that's my other contribution <laughs> to the show, right? Yeah. But you are going to do that, aren't you? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We're going to have, have, have those guys on a lot. In, in, uh, Before I leave, i got to bring up that I'm disappointed Greg didn't bring up because I did my research, the biscuit and gravy game. McKeeson versus North No, here, here's the thing. I I did it to the important person yesterday. I brought it up to okay. I brought it up to okay. Dave Hunter. Yeah, you did it to the more important person. You've heard, yeah, exactly. I know. I love you and all, but you can't make them changes. He can. I mentioned it to him. Oh, the first thing I mentioned, you mentioned him yesterday. Him and, you know, he can do it. Uh, make a phone call and the biscuits and gravy actually Thank show you. up. Thank you. We need to get T-shirts and pamphlets put together. Hey, Chris, enjoy. That's going to be a good one. Yeah. Oh, look at listen. I I want you guys to that game especially continuously talk about it being the biscuits and gravy game. See? All right? See, see, now, well, you as much now, a part now, of this as me. Now, see, I am going to jump in now because you realize you're talking to a gentleman who works in the graphics department of Mercedes-Benz Stadium. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. you got to leave your resume plastered to that window. You do so much <laughs> you know, stuff. I don't right. know what you're doing. Yeah, I work in stadium productions. <laughs> I might need to call somebody and be like, hey, man, we need to get biscuits and gravies up, up on there. that halo Just board. If you there. got some there pull on that, it's easier to apologize and ask for permission. There. And you know that one? Oh, absolutely. I guarantee you. There's no better football game in America when we played at 10 a.m. than McEachin versus North Gwinnett. There you go. There you go. Shout out West Cobb. All right, listen, Chris, we're not done with you, buddy, but enjoy the rest of your Sunday, and thanks for getting up and uh, being a part of the show. Thanks a lot, Chris. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate y'all. That is Coach Chris Parker. Yeah, it is. Your co-pilot on the HSSS show. Of course, I'm talking about the High School Scoreboard Show, which premieres August 19th. Up next, we are going to talk some racing. Dustin Young from Dustin Long from NBC coming up next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 the game, 929 thegamecom and take us with you on the Odyssey app.
Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929 thegamecom Sam and Greg. It's the last day of July. The last day. And we're nine floors up in the Kia Studios. That's a very interesting looking sky. It okay. is. As you look far off, it looked like there could be something falling out there. But right around here, we got a little sunshine and clouds and, you know. Yeah, it's interesting looking sky. Okay, well, as long as they got it, clear it, skies it, it, in Indianapolis, that's it, all that matters, right? That's that's what that really. That's all. At least for racing, that's all we care about today. <laughs> Before we dip our toe into what's going on, the new version of the Brickyard, if you will, the you know the Verizon two hundred at the Brickyard, we want to take a step back as we welcome our guest Dustin Long from NBC. We talked to Dustin last week. We we're talking about Chicago and that road race, but it, it has been an interesting last few weeks in this sport. And with what's going on on the periphery and the announcements that have been made. But last week's race, and Mr. Crenshaw, by the way, Dustin, want to welcome you in. Good morning. Has been beating me over the head the way this race ended. And I got, <laughs> I got, a, me- I got a message from him on Monday where he's invoking the name of Wendell Scott. <laughs> and I'll go ahead, Sam, for people, again, who don't know, and, and, and Dustin, I know, knows what you're talking well, he about. He knows what you're talking about. He, Wendell Scott went home and found out that he won the race the next day. <laughs> So, so this is what happened last week. Let's begin at the end, shall we? I mean, what's your take on what happened at the end of the race, you know, last week at, at Pocono? Uh, two disqualifications for the first time since 1960. A winner gets DQ'd. Yeah, and I mean, it's, uh, you know, obviously it's not something you expect, something that hasn't happened in 62 years. Uh, basically the NASCAR inspection process, the top two finishers go through a rigorous uh, inspection process that includes a teardown while uh, cars like third through fifth and maybe some other cars go through, they go through some of the process of the inspection, but certainly they don't go through as rigorous. And part of the reason for that is because if they tore down every car like they tore down first and second, uh, as NASCAR said, they would probably be there for the next couple of days. So it's kind of a, you know, again, you don't expect something like this to happen or don't anticipate it. Uh, but yeah, it was a case of where it was essentially what Joe Gibbs Racing said was a, a, a piece of tape, uh, uh, you know, five and a half inches long, a couple inches wide, and a thickness of, I think, 12 thousandths of an inch that was on uh, a couple portions of the front, the front of, of the car on uh, the lower nose section on the left front and right front. Um, and that was something that was under the wrap of the car and, and understand that, you know, years ago, these cars used to be painted. Now it's wraps that are put over the car, the sponsor logos, the numbers and, and the things like that. And so, uh, it was something that was found post-race inspection. Obviously, the next question is, why wasn't this found before the race? Yeah. To find that before the race, this particular infraction, you'd have to you'd have to take the wrap that portion of the wrap off and inspect that area, and then the team would have to put the the wrap you know have to repair it. So you know, I guess in theory, if a team wanted to do the same thing. Um, they could just do it while they're repairing it, you know, <laughs> so what was the point of the inspection in that case? You know, now, now for Joe Gibbs Racing's uh, part, you know, they put out a statement, said it was it was a mistake in, in their process, uh, and it's uh, it was an oversight, and uh, it's something that has been uh, fixed and won't happen again, so... Um, so that's, I mean, in essence, that's what happened and it's just, uh, unfortunate circumstances, but at the end of the day, it gives, uh, Chase Elliott the win 
And, you know, it's his fifth straight top two finish, three wins, and his hot streak continues. And, and uh, you know, talking with Denny Hamlin this week uh, here in Indianapolis, since, uh, you know, he would cross the finish line first and gone through the victory lane celebrations, I asked him, I said, well, what's going to happen to the trophy? And Denny said that he did bring it up here to Indianapolis and that would give it to Chase and make sure that Chase got it this weekend. So Chase Elliott will get the Pocono Trophy uh, for his win a week late. Dustin Long from NBC joining Sam and Greg here, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929 thegamecom out there covering the Verizon 200 at the Brickyard. All right, two questions pop up. I'll, I'll get to the, the, the trophy ceremony or lack thereof in a minute, but you brought up the sponsors, and this is something you may not be able to answer this, but when all this happened the way it did and the dust settled, my first question, my first thought was NASCAR drivers, the cars themselves, they are walking billboards. Does the sport itself do something to appease all of those sponsors who didn't get a chance to put their name in front of the camera that, you know, if Chase were there winning? But, you know, Chase is going to get the trophy, but they didn't get their, their moment in the sun. I'm wondering if that's something you think rubs them the wrong way and is there something to, 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 to do something about that? And then also, um, Chase, we know at the end of races, you know, all these drivers, when they win, they put on their various hats. In other words, all the stuff that happens after the race yeah. to appease the, the, the sponsors is some way, shape, or fashion going to be worked out and, and, and make these guys happy, or is it just something kind of the price of doing business? You know, I haven't talked to anybody at Hendrick Motorsports and part of that, but what I would say is in this world now of Photoshopping, and a lot of these teams kind of have their own photo studios or digital studios oh, that, you know, I, I'm, I'm guessing there might be a way to get like Pocono Raceway to shoot an empty shot of, of, of victory lane mm-hmm. and then put that on a superimpose that on the background, just like you could superimpose anything on a background of a zoom of, of your zooms when you're doing meetings like that or something like that. And then you could always put uh, the car and the crew there you uh, go in front of that background and, and, and then you could shoot the, the photos with the various hats and still provide that for the sponsors. And again, some of, you know, some of these studios that these teams have, I mean, you know, they have the race shops uh, to work on the cars and put the cars together and, 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 and places for the crew members to work and things like that. But because of the, it's so important to get the digital message out and photos and, and some videos and things like that, that they, some of them have their own uh, little digital studios, or there's certainly access to some of those places like that in the Charlotte area. So my assumption, and again, I haven't talked to anybody at Hendrick Motorsports, is that if they wanted to do something like that, that that, that would be viable for them for sure. Wow. Well, spending time on the waitfor.com outline with Dustin Long, NBC. He is social. You can find him on Twitter at Dustin Long, all lowercase, at Dustin Long. Um, today, we're at Indy, and uh, we're running another road uh, course, course event. Um, thoughts about that layout there, and uh, of course, and the fact that this weekend has been a, a, a two league weekend with NASCAR and IndyCar. What is that? What's the atmosphere been like? Yeah, I mean, it's been a, a really fun atmosphere. It's, a, as you say, unique with uh, NASCAR and IndyCar here together. Uh, yesterday, you had the IndyCar race, um, and that was won by Alexander Rossi, his first win in, in like three years or so. Uh, and then yesterday, following that race, you had the Xfinity race. A.J. Allmendinger wins that race. And, uh, and, and again, Allmendinger won 
this uh, the cup race at Indianapolis on the road course last year after the battle between Chase Briscoe and Denny Hamlin led to Chase Briscoe punting Denny Hamlin out of the lead, you know, on the next to last lap. And then Chase Briscoe having to serve a penalty for missing a corner earlier. And it opened the door for AJ Allmendinger in a wild finish uh, at last year. So uh, I don't know if it'll be as wild this year, but who knows, man, if it can top last year, you certainly don't want to miss it on NBC uh, this afternoon at 2.30 PM Eastern time. But yeah, I think it's going to be a, a fascinating race with the, you know, the 2.4 mile course and uh, that weaves through the, uh, the Indianapolis infield and, and goes the opposite direction on the oval. Um, and, uh, you know, like it's, uh, you know, you, I think it's, you've got an interesting front row with Tyler Reddick on the front row. That's a guy that's made news lately uh, with the announcement that he's going to join 2311 racing, not next year, but in 2024 and uh, be a teammate of uh, Bubba Wallace. Uh, and we'll see if he's going to be a teammate of Kurt Busch and what Kurt Busch's status is. Uh, you know, he's got a contract through next season. Now, obviously, Kurt Busch isn't racing this weekend. Uh, this will be his second race that he's missed because of concussion-like symptoms after a crash at Pocono. And so uh, Ty Gibbs, the 19-year-old grandson of Joe Gibbs, will be in the car again. And Ty finished 16th last week, a really good debut for the Cup Series for him and and got a lot of attention and, and, and just how well he raced and how smartly he raced. And it was really interesting because during the race at one point, during a caution, um, Kyle Larson, you know, the reigning Cup champions on the radio with his crew chief going, hey, how's Ty Gibbs doing today? And, I mean, you think about that. And I, I talked with Chase Elliott earlier this week, and I asked Chase what he thought about about Ty Gibbs. And he says, you know, after I got out of the car and met up with my dad, and, we, and uh, you know, I was like, I asked my dad, how did Ty Gibbs do today? So, I mean, you have former, you know, cup champions asking about this 19-year-old kid um, who's really done some fantastic things in the Xfinity Series. And this is another opportunity to see him race with the cup guys uh, today. As we sit here on Kyle Larson's 30th birthday, talking to Dustin Long from NBC, yep. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. By the way, it wasn't lost on me, that smooth little plug you, you shot in there. That was good. right? Well, he was giving his little answer there. He threw, <laughs> threw in today's plug and start time and all that sort of stuff. But why the change from the Brickyard to this road course? Uh, it was such a unique race in and of itself, the Brickyard, and those guys racing there on the Indy track. But why, 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 this, um, why this change? Well, you know, look, you know, I was here in 1994 for the first, for the inaugural Brickyard race. You went to the first one? An amazing, I was at the first one. Wow. So it was a, it was an amazing experience. You know, one of the things back then is, you know, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway was the Indianapolis 500 only. And there was certainly a lot of excitement to see NASCAR on the big track. But there also was a lot of resentment from the, you know, old guard community or those who were used to seeing the Indianapolis 500 and the track being used once, once a year for the month of May. Uh, you know, and I think was it they when they did a tire test? What was it? 1992. They had 50,000 people show up for a tire test with nine cars. I think is what it was, and that was kind that. of yeah. the final sign of like, hey, they need to run here. Now, one of the things that was interesting about uh, Indianapolis in 1994 for that inaugural uh, Cup race is that. They didn't sell infield seating, infield tickets, because they didn't want that event to have a larger crowd than the Indianapolis 500. And so through the years, it had some very large crowds, but also, you know, there's a challenge. This is a, this track's more conducive to the Indy cars than the stock cars. 
it maybe at times creates uh, you know single lane racing and single file racing and 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 some for some fans that's not always the most exciting thing. And so as the years went on, the uh, excitement waned. And then you go back to I think 2008 when there was the tire issue, and basically there was uh, you know they couldn't run more than 10 to 12 laps without a tire issue, and so they're having to call cautions all the time, and that really kind of uh, left a bad taste uh, for a lot of people. And so. NASCAR in Indianapolis looked at it, it as like, look, they've, they've got this road course. Let's just go put them on the road course. Let's do something different. And by doing it on the road course, it allowed them to have this doubleheader weekend with the, the Indy cars and kind of present something uh, a little different and kind of uh, give give race fans here in central Indiana, uh, you know, a little bit more bang for the buck type of thing. So obviously a lot of, you know, some of the cup drivers don't like it because they say, look, Indianapolis is the oval. They want to win on the oval. They want to win on the same course that Mario Andretti won, AJ Foyt won, Rick Mears won, and, and others through the years. So, um, you know, there are some that, that would like to see a return. Now, I know the track uh, president, Doug Bowl said the other day that they're going to be on the, uh, on, the, on the road course again next year, but, you know, said, hey, they'll look at, you know, what the options are down the road. So there is still the potential of returning to the, uh, to the oval, especially if this, uh, this next-gen car works well on this type of track then maybe it makes sense to move this to the oval and you take a road course off the, the circuit. If Chicago is a successful event next year, is there another street course race you could do? Is there another road course race you could add somewhere else or returning to Road America on the schedule at some point? So there's all sorts of different options that NASCAR could do down the road. And, and certainly NASCAR is not done with, you know, making some changes to the schedule and looking at doing things in different ways than they've done before. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Great information. Dustin, always great catching up with you. Uh, continue to enjoy, uh, enjoy the weekend there at Indianapolis, and, and we'll be tuning in later thanks, on today. Buddy. Thanks a lot. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Have a great weekend. You too, you too. Dustin Long again from NBC. I tell you, that was smooth how he did that, though. Yeah, he just yeah, a little Right there, just a little 2 o'clock day and all that sort of stuff. And, uh, anyway, I was. I was curious about that. Why pull away? It's literally like moving Wimbledon to, you know, some other – Lawn and tennis club in, 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 in London. Yeah. You know? But now you get the backstory on it. Yeah. Uh, how that some was people great. how some people felt about it and you know how some NASCAR drivers were, were were apprehensive about going there because they knew how the old guard indie folks felt about it. So we are gonna have some fun coming up top of the hour, something we did yesterday. We're gonna revisit it today and wonder why Atlanta isn't included in something that the sporting news had done. Some other people have talked about it, but, you know, we dipped our toe into it yesterday and had some nice feedback. They want us to talk about it again, so we will, for those of you who weren't with us yesterday. In the meantime, it's Eric's World. Up next, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 Game. You were just like like Vogan over there a second ago. I looked up and you were doing like the Vogue moves and freezing. Oh, man. Yeah, you were. Those looked like to me. Oh, you were doing the, dude, the dance from the video? Wait, 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 wait. Did I miss something? Detroit Lions hard knocks this year? They're going around all the camps. You got to relax, man. Okay. You ain't going to get no invite to my house. You keep going on Detroit with that pumkin pie thing of yours. And anytime you see lions up on TV, you got something to say. At least the pumpkin pie be warm. (laughs) 
say. The football will still be bad. Sam and Greg but the pumpkin sport. pie be warm. That's that's Detroit. Thank you very Sam much. Sam and Greg Sports Radio 929 game, 929game.com <laughs> on this last day of July. Yeah. It is time to turn things over to Mr. Eric Slaughter. It, yeah, it is, is time for Eric's world. It is that. Yeah, hey guys, you know, you know it's funny, you know, I was thinking about something this week and Greg, I am actually shocked. That you did not bring this up. I so, got so many things that I have to bring up, and I just forget them all. Because I'm know, old, as you like to point out. Okay, so, you know you know how they say, yeah, you know, you know you, you're not as old as I tease you. But speaking of uh, unfortunately old, you know how they, older people will say things happen in threes, and a lot of times when they say, yeah. Yeah. they people talk pass about away people pass threes. away. Right. So, it's been a tough summer. Yes, it has. We lost... You know, and and I, and 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 you guys tease me, and I, I'll be honest with you, I haven't done my homework. I still haven't seen Godfather yet. It's on my to do list. I was list about for this to week. bring that up when okay. the casting call came around. All right, so he would be fined, right? Because he promised he was going to watch it by the next week. Well, we I have brought a producer it, I, right away. I, I, I am doing like certain schools do. I am surf self-reporting my fines, yeah. trying to get out yeah. of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What what school did that this week? They self-reported that self, they broke some rules. Self-reported to the NCAA. Yeah, so I'm yeah. trying to get out of. They're trying to get leniency. To, I'm no. letting you know. Yeah, well, no, I mean, this is your whole life. This movie's been around your whole life, and everybody talks about it, and you yeah. haven't a chance to check okay, it out. Well, I promise you, um, it's going to happen this week. It's, I swear for Lord. Swear you ain't got to like it. Just watch it. No, I'm going to like it, too. Okay. But think about it. We lost Henry Hill. I know where you're going Leonardo. with this. I, yeah, I know what yeah, you're going to say. Yeah. Go ahead. We, we lost uh, Paulie, Paulie Walnuts. Right. And now we lose Paul Servino. Yeah. Uncle yeah. Paulie. Who wants to go see Uncle Paulie? I do, I do. See, Sam see, you can't do that because Sam hasn't seen Goodfellas. <laughs> I'm working with two dudes who have not seen the cornerstones of gangster movies, mob movies, uh, or TV shows. Okay. And well, he brought up a reference that you don't get, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's I won't do that anymore until I know you've seen the movie. Like I didn't say nothing about so, King so Sam, Richard can, until can, I knew you saw that. Can we both say we're going to do our homework? You going to watch Goodfellas, and I'll watch The Godfather. Godfather. You know, we can get together. I'll bring the popcorn because I know that's. <laughs> no, you're going to have to take him to the theater to watch and get the popcorn. No, I just take the popcorn. I bring the popcorn to wherever. But yeah. I just go by the movie theater and pick some up. But yeah, so yeah. I just, you know, I, like I said, I couldn't believe I forgot. You know, I, I meant to mention it yesterday. I thought I just knew you was going to bring it. But you know what? I'm going to say he, for, he forgot something because we mentioned somebody uh, going back to NASCAR. We yep. mentioned Chase Elliott and the person that we mentioned that he had a moment like. He met the man's grandson. We well, we both did. You didn't. You I still got his card. It, yeah. It, it, it. Well, help me out. The audience is listening, man. So the 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 race car driver, the African American race car driver, who got the late notice, and Sam, give me the name. Wendell Wendell Scott. Wendell Scott. Right. Okay. So when we were down at Atlanta Motor Speedway, we met his his family. We're out there. Had the Wendell Scott T shirts on, and his grandson is the executive of the Wendell Scott Foundation. Who made sure that he got the trophy or the family got the trophy that he never got back when? Yeah, last year they got the trophy. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, you know, they have the Window Scout Foundation, which we said we were going to find out more about and maybe have them as a guest on the show. We need to. And me as the producer. Let me go ahead and do that. Yeah. Yeah, He felt. And I'll tell you one thing else you got to do too. You got two movies to watch. What's the other He ain't seen Grease Lightning, has he? Have go Grease Lightning, go. No, I you can find Grease Lightning. That, that, if you know, can that's, find, that's, that's way back. There that's are so there are ago. so many platforms that have a need for programming. They will snatch any movie that they possibly. Can. My Broken Bridges is on some channel. I'm sure someplace. I don't know. That's 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 going way. See back. what you can find for Grease Google, Lightning. Richard Pryor. That's Re- all you need to know. Oh, okay. He plays Wendell Scott. Does he? Yes, yes. he does, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. 
So you use Richard Pryor movies. You know that's how, that's, that's how you get I can't that's see that's Richard Pryor earth, that's, driving. That's one of the earliest Richard Pryor movies. Yeah, it is. And it was filmed down in Henry County. It was filmed down in McDonough. Yep. Well, I think I heard y'all talk about that yeah. once before, the fact that it was filmed here locally. Yeah. And they did a wedding scene, and, and then Mayor of Atlanta, Maynard Jackson, played, well, the, role of the, yeah, played the role of the see that played the role of the, the, <laughs> yes, the, the, he the minister. Yes, he did. Yes, yeah. he did. I'm, I'm smooth like Dustin Long. I can, I, can, I can find a way to throw a Morehouse reference in there. <laughs> well, you just need to just check out those movies. Oh, I'm, going, I'm, I'm on it this week. I got a day off. So what did he, he play the preacher in that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We got somebody down, you know, here. Well, I've... One of the times I've gotten some of my coworkers in there, The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks. Oh, yeah. About that movie? No. You don't know about that movie? No, you don't sir. know about Henrietta Lacks? That's a great book. You don't. You need to find out what's up with her and how she was used. Write all these down. You need to how she's still being used. He's still being used. The immor- They took parts of her. Well, it's no. a long story. But anyway, yeah. Oprah sales, was the sales. producer behind this. Can- cancer sales. And there was a scene in it where there was a baptism. Was it, was it, I think it was a, a ba- baptism or a funeral? I, I think it was a, a baptism. I think it was a funeral because okay. he's outside. Anyway. Uh, there was a minister they needed. For got, all, got my boy downstairs, Larry Tinsley, to play the role. <laughs> and as he's on air downstairs yes. right now. Yes. <laughs> what you say? Every time which, which one me, of his suits did he have on? Thanks. I, no, no, he was he was dressed. <laughs> he was dressed. Okay. But yeah, got Larry got Larry in there. But yeah, you got some things you need to take care of. But yeah. this is your segment. What else oh, you got no, going this on? Oh no, this is this is what I wanted to talk R- about. Reese Lightning was no. Richard Pryor and Pam Greer. Yes, it was. Really? You, 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 a young, you, you wore the watch for a Pam. Young, oh. And I think they were a thing around that time. Yes, they too. were for a minute. No, well, Pam don't tell me that. Listen. Listen, let me tell you something. Think about two up-and-coming stars, okay? But uh-huh. Pam Greer was still on the, on the, you know, ascent, if you will. She was long before, gotcha. you know, well, first all the stuff in the well, mid-70s. Well, well, Pam Greer would break Richard Pryor in half. Pardon? Yeah. Pam Greer would break Richard Pryor in half. Richard Pryor was a skinny little dude. Yeah, but Pam okay. Greer's a, why we got to put him in a fight? Why you got to put him in a fight? Who said they were fighting? Weezy could, could break George Jefferson, right? <laughs> who, said, who said they were well, He said break him in half. And <laughs> Who said they were fighting? It's Sunday morning. I'm okay, not going down okay, that road, go man. Ahead. That's usually me. Now, look at you. <laughs> I did not know they had a dating history. Yes, yeah. they did. Yes, man. They did. Man, I, I got all kinds of reading and, and, and references to look up there. And, and that happened here. That was filmed here. Yeah, man. Long before, long before, long before I mean, the money was flying through the air, as Greg Well, you says. got that happening, and then, you, know, only, and only, then you had the Burt Reynolds movie. Right, well, let's say, Smokey yeah. and the Bandit. Yeah. Film yeah. office you know. did not happen until 73 with Governor Jimmy Carter. Mm-hmm. And then we, it started little by little. Let's They're, do it again in Uptown. Uptown Saturday, Saturday night, night, but yeah. then all them Gator and Swamp, whatever, uh, Burt Reynolds movies were done here. Right. But there's a lot of us. In the Heat of the Night was done here. Covington is known as the, is the Hollywood of the South. Yeah. There's a long list of movies and, and shows that were done in Covington first before it, it branched out the way it is now. So yeah. they take great pride in letting you know that the stuff that was done there and in that town square there. So went shout right out to past, Went right past Covington yesterday on my way to and from Columbia, South Carolina. Yeah, man. Took my godson to college, got him all moved into his apartment. I'm old, man, going up down those steps, carrying <laughs> uh, clothes and his TV and his Xbox and his PS5, 4, whatever, that, all that stuff he has, man. We got them all settled in, came back. And, how uh, was wonderful Columbia? How, how, how is it how um, these days? It was it was warm, but you know what? It was it was much more de- uh, of a nice developed area than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, he's say, staying right there on the border of Columbia and Irmo. Okay, yeah. Um, he's 10 minutes from the USC campus. Mm-hmm. 
10 minutes from both Benedict and Allen, and Allen. you know, yep. and I was, because uh, we was looking at it, I was like, oh, wow, you got, you know, a lot of things that you have access to. Then I had to give him the speech. I said, look, it's going to be a lot of college kids in this apartment complex, you know, where there's a party a going on. If you see something, remove yourself and grab your buddy because yeah. he's, he's going to be playing football, you know. Grab your buddy and drag him out and remove yourself. Do yeah. not be a story that we got to call mom and say, hey, this is what happened. We had that talk. We had to talk about all other responsibilities and being, you know, you're a freshman in college, you know, this is it. You know, 18, he'll be 19. Later this year, I was like, you you made it. Does he know how to set his own alarm clock? Well, he got two iPhones, so – he better set both of those. Okay. That, that's, and we, that's the, that's we the biggest were sitting challenge at, when you're freshman in college. Nobody coming to wake you up. And, you know, it's funny. We were sitting at dinner. We had a little steak dinner before we left. And he, I'm, I'm like, why do you have two phones? Why, do, why does an 18-year-old need two iPhones? And don't pay the bill on either one of them. Whoa. Hey, that's, that's why he has two of them. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> that's that's right. You, you know, asked and answered you, the you question. Me, you you know, know, you, know. When you got a good thing, you don't. You know, you don't. I, this just amazed me. I mean, I got five jobs and I can barely, you know, use my one phone enough. But, no, they got that done yesterday. That was a – gas is a lot cheaper over there. Really? Oh, well, it's, man. It's dropping down. Yeah, here. I was going to say, gas Thank is coming down, Ronald. Yeah, but still, when you cross over that state line into South Carolina, it's like – what what is, what is so different over here that gas is thirty cent cheaper? As soon as you cross from Augusta into North Augusta, North Augusta, yeah, you know, which a lot of people don't realize there's Augusta, which is Georgia, there's North Augusta, mm-hmm. which is South Carolina, very much. And then you get into you know the other little towns. I'm like, it's crazy. It's all just, one county. That uh, Aiken County starts at the river and practically ends in Columbia. I was just gonna say I any mean, place. That the if reason- you were if you were in if they had Aiken County in Georgia, it would be like six counties. That's really? just, is that how big it is? This is how big it is, yeah. Wow. Because I saw the sign that said USC Aiken. I've heard of it, mm-hmm. but I've never been to it. And I was like, well, you know, I love how all these schools have their little satellite campus, campuses. Yeah. You know, but that was a, it was a good trip yesterday. Okay. I, I got to, I got back in two and a half hours. So I'm glad yeah, I didn't. Really? I'm, gla- I'm glad I didn't. As Burberry said, I didn't see Smokey. Yeah, really. I didn't you, have you a blocker. Rolling. You were yeah, rolling, I was dude. rolling. I, I had to get back into you. Now. Had to get back into you guys, dude. You came from Columbia, two and a half. That's that's. Oof. Hey, look, he wasn't going through Tifton, so he had nothing to worry about. The old man. What are those teams? Those. <laughs> those teams coming through? You hear under the uh, Odyssey umbrella, Falcons, Hawks, Atlanta United. You can listen to every one of their games along with all the music and news. That Atlanta needs to hear right now. It's all on the Odyssey app. Just want to remind you about that too. Can tell you about Unwritten, one of the um, new podcasts that we have. So we'll talk about that. Baseball Unwritten Rules. Speaking of baseball, we're going to talk to Corey McCartney coming up in the nine o'clock hour. Uh, Maria Martin or Marie? Excuse me. I want Maria. Not Maria. Maria. I thought it was Marie. No, Maria Martin. Forgive me, Miss Martin. Maria. Oh, boy, I got to change the E to an A. Uh, from 11 Live, she's going to join us coming up in the eight o'clock hour. We're going to have some fun up next, though. Something to Sporty News. Did a week or so ago, but and I'm sure many shows have talked about it. We talked about it a little bit yesterday, but this is what happens when you only get us two of the five days a week. We talk about stuff that already been chewed already, but we had a lot of fun with it yesterday. A lot of good feedback, so for those of you who didn't hear it, we're going to give you a chance to think about what they have done and why it isn't a part of Atlanta. We'll see what I mean in a minute. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Dukes and Bell Afternoons. You feel like we do and the Braves are not going to go out and... Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 